Hello and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, Day 94. Really simple one today, well that is to say simple to explain, but it may incorporate a range of complexity depending on what you work on, and the level of granularity to which you subject your work. What an inviting pitch, Tim. Oh, you really know how to how to set the table for these to make them make make them exciting and tempting and uh, you know basically just pick a section of writing you produced over your power hour working on your big project and edit it, redraft it, refine. If yesterday you were so efficient you completely redrafted everything you wrote in that hour, maybe go back to a piece you produced earlier in the course and have a go at editing that. Remember some of those core principles that you're going to be bringing to this? Crunchy specificity, primacy, recency, cut the fluff, strong nouns and verbs, keep it simple, and one metaphor or simile per page. And of course, just to reiterate, all of those are heuristics rather than laws. They're a prescription for a certain kind of prose. I ignore them all at times, other times I forget them, other times I remember them, but I really want to do something, and so I guiltily pretend they don't matter. And then my agent says, Tim, what the fuck is this? And I say, is it a, a, a experimental fiction? And then they delete it. And they're right. Look, I'm, basically, I'm not trying to lock the free spirit of your creativity in prescriptive fetters. This is just one way you can experiment with working. Sometimes, especially if you're writing in the voice of a particular character, you know, who's a particular way of speaking, a particular voice, the needs of the text will be different to this. I'm giving you these little editing algorithms as ways of getting started. Your little starter Pokemon you can use to catch your own Pokemon, and eventually you can develop your own roster and go on and take on... No, let's not go down a Pokemon metaphor route. I could do it for literally... 60 seconds and um, I would both lose those of you who don't like Pokemon and lose those of you who do like Pokemon who would realise my knowledge is woefully limited. Look, hopefully over time you'll start to develop your own ways of working and they may get formalised in your head as explicit rules you could explain to someone else. A lot will remain internalised and loose and you'll do them by feel. I think for what it's worth, for the most part, making the effort to articulate the principles by which you refine a text is worthwhile. I've certainly found it helpful as a teacher when I go back to my own writing because it helps you identify problems and stops you falling into the bear trap of looking at something you've written and thinking, oh, this sucks, which on its own is not a helpful analysis because... You know, if instead you can think, wow, these sentences are really, really long and there are so many adjectives, that specific information you can work with. Actual specific nameable problems can be fixed. Vague judgments can't. And in my experience, it is amazing how your feelings about something you've written can shift after an edit. How much better something can read. How addressing weaknesses can allow bits where you've done well, the bits that made you want to sit down and write in the first place, to shine. And that's a great moment. You go, oh, it feels like you've, feels like you've like reclaimed like a, a, a rusted bicycle from the silt of a riverbed, and you've spent time kind of like cleaning it and polishing it and getting all the rust off and replacing the parts, and then one day, and then you repaint it, and then you got a new bike, and you think, my goodness, and you feel like a wizard. I've never done that. I don't do manual things. That would be completely beyond me. I. But it's not. But that's the beauty of, of writing, isn't it? You can lie about it and then kind of con yourself into thinking you do know what you're talking about and you don't. That's what it that's what writing is. Oh, I like doing manual things. No, you don't, Tim. 
Look, they say you can't polish a turd, but it's worth remembering that is a metaphor, not just so you don't attempt. No, you no, because if you did remember, did think it was literal, you wouldn't attempt to polish a turd. I suppose if you didn't, you, you I mean, you wouldn't try to polish a turd anyway. But look, the point is, it is a metaphor, right? And let's not confuse the metaphor for real reality, because what we're actually doing is working on some text which doesn't have an essential inherent nature underneath it all and which is absolutely amenable to change to fairly fundamental change right a piece of writing isn't an event a stunt you either pull off or don't and then you're you've crashed it's more like a garden and it responds to work and care and in a very real sense it's not possible or desirable to nail it in a single session that's not a reasonable aspiration nor is it likely to be discernibly better for having been accomplished in a rush in one big go rather than through patient repeated work and look i know it's a lot of work i'd rather be able to write things in a flash than turning up again and again and again and not knowing whether it's gonna turn out as i'd like i don't mean to diminish the incredible amount of effort you've put into this course by being all well that's just the way it is i know it takes trust and it's hard and it can be scary on the contrary i just want to underscore and repeat what i said before that none of this effort that you're making is wasted however it turns out you know i think we can kind of it's hard to divorce ourselves from attachment to results but one attachment to results is completely futile and doesn't give you any more control over them to you know like i think my experience is it will be okay and you can be a little bit happier for doing so you know i think you can just trust that doing this contributes both to the text in question and to your general growth as an artist so you can to the extent that you're willing and able and to the extent that you've seen proof in your own life that you can use as a foundation for genuine rational trust relax and trust in this in the process because whether this turns out the way you envisaged it will grow into something and that something might be a lot more marvellous than you could have foreseen. Right, so would you like your 10 minutes then? Get some first draft ready, pause if you need to go retrieve it, then spend the next 10 minutes applying some of those principles we've discussed and any of your own, working on improving and tidying and transforming what you've written, lifting it to the next level. Right, are you ready? Three, two, one.
That's it. You're done. Well done. Thanks for having another go at that. I think self-editing is probably one of the most... This is going to sound super judgy, so forgive me if it is. Um, I think self-editing is one of the most poorly taught and least understood skills in creative writing. But anyone who's had the wondrous experience of having the novel checked over by a copy editor, oh my goodness. They are the unsung heroes of the book world. All the proofreading and copy editing passes I've had done for my books over the years make me sound so much more smarter and much more smarter so much smarter note delete more so much smarter and more coherent than i actually am you know they are a joy mostly you get these notes back that just say things like why not cut this and change this word here because you've repeated it and you do it's easy because they've told you what you need to do you just need to approve it or put the requisite word in and almost every single change suggested makes it read better makes you sound like a better writer and it's just like someone has done a really good job of photoshopping your holiday selfies so you look much much fitter than in real life so speaking of real life we've got less than a week left together that's exciting isn't it you know i've got a final few exercises to see you off and to act as capstones for what we've worked on just to seal the deal and hopefully empower you to go forge your destiny which you've been doing already you know if that's not too grand an aspiration. Thanks for all your hard work. You're doing great. I'll see you tomorrow. The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.